Yo, 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 what's up, Sooner fans? This is your host from the prairie to his home, <laughs> Jeremiah Hall, number 27 on the field, but number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain and fearless leader, the Braden Weight Room Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the prairie, Braden. Jay, bro, I was telling my mom, mm-hmm. we don't even need a guest speaker this <laughs> week because we have you. We have the MVP of the whole first half right here sitting in front of us. And I have never been more excited for a pod than I have been today. Hey, I'm on it, man. I'm on it. <laughs> you know what I feel like? I feel like I feel like a proud like brother or like cousin. I don't want to say dad because I don't want I don't, I don't want to put you on that. You know, <laughs> but I, I feel extremely proud for multiple reasons. I appreciate that, so, man. Yeah, my mom was very excited to come and tell you hi, and my sister was too. So, oh no, um, I love I love the fam. I told him I'm gonna have to come out there and give me a plate now. Don't be playing. They yeah. over there throwing hall. They they throwing down in the uh in that household over there. So you know. I might have to hey, come down now. What you um uh what you got planned for this weekend? Did you do anything after the game? Uh, I was just with family. We went to eat, watched some of the football games, you know, just kinda caught up and relaxed, you know. It's a while yeah. since I've seen my uh, auntie and my uncle, so just caught up. Yeah. You said you got it. brunch going on after this? Uh we, we just had brunch. Brunch earlier oh, yeah. this morning. Yeah. Went to scratch. I think we gave it a, a a shout out last year on the pod, but yeah, love yeah. scratch. So yeah, do they know who you are in there? They do. They know me, my family, all that other stuff. We have the same hey. waiter, the same host every time. So that's what's up, bro. I always love little stuff like that. Like not to make me feel um, super popular, or anything, <laughs> but it just makes you feel comfortable once you're you know, established in a place, you know, it's no like, doubt. okay, like this is my spot. You know what I'm saying? Right. No doubt. No doubt. So shout out for to sure. scratch. That's what's up. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we were recording on Sunday. So I just went to church with, with my mom and, um, we were about to go walk the dogs, but then Braden was like, yo, like I got treatment. I'm like, dang, I forgot I'm on somebody else's time. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. We can, we can hurry up and record since we're all, Ready to go. All right, real quick, before we get into the game and Braden's big outing, we want to talk about our good friends at Plainview Legal Group. In college football, it's incredibly important to take care of your home. It's tough going on the road, so when you have a chance to play on your home turf, you have to protect it. The same is true in real life. And because of that, if you're contacted by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority about acquiring your land to build a turnpike, Plainview Legal Group is here to help protect you. Sooner Nation, Haley and Travis Dennis own Plainview Legal and are diehard Sooner fans. Between the two of them, they have five degrees from OU. They love Oklahoma and they want to protect its people. They will fight tirelessly to protect what you value most because your property is their priority. I don't know about you, Braden, but land rights seem like it'd be daunting to navigate on your own. No, it really does. Thankfully, you're not alone with Plainview Legal. To schedule your free consultation, visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com. That's www.plainviewlegal.com. Give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. Please see the show notes of this episode for important disclaimer information. But what a weekend, man. First game. 
first last game as a senior, first game for me as a fan, bro. I have so much to talk about from my perspective as a fan. Like it's 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 crazy. Like I honestly I think I should become a football analyst or something. But we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um first things first, around the world in college football. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. First game, um the most exciting game I thought outside of uh the Sooners whooping up on uh UTEP. Uh UNC versus App State. Um yeah, I don't know if y'all saw that game. I think there was like over a thousand total yards in that game. It really gave me like Texas Tech, Oklahoma vibes back no in twenty. What was that? 16, 15? 15 or sixteen? One of those. I think it was yeah, fifteen. Back when, yeah, back when Baker was you know, maybe going head to head with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, the game was crazy. Uh, we're not going to talk about each individual individual game in depth, but what I will say was, did you see the onside kick towards yeah. the end? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that game was nuts, man. That that game yo, was nuts. Yo, for for y'all who missed the game, um, you can just type this in on Google, and I'm pretty sure it'll be the first thing to pop up. But I believe the App State had kicked the onside kick, and literally the front four for Carolina had no regard for the ball. Like they went straight for the people, um, going after the ball for uh, App State, and just knocked them all out like simultaneously all three of them four of them hit the ground so uh that was crazy to see well um, another game we got ohio state beats notre dame um notre dame actually had a chance in that one mm-hmm. um that was a, a pretty good game especially for a new head coach yeah they were leading they were leading yeah. for a little bit 10 7 and a half i thought yeah I thought they came out um they looked pretty good. Um normally I'm not a fan of Notre Dame because I, I don't like their schedule. But um I, I'll give them I, I'll give them their flowers this time around. They you know they obviously they didn't win the game, but they looked good. So um uh, next one, Georgia crushes Oregon. Like That was crazy. Terribly. Was horrible. I don't um, even know what to say. I mean Yeah, like the only talking point I have on that is Braden. You have some competition nationally in terms of uh, <laughs> yeah, in terms of uh, a tight end. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Georgia has a six uh, seven two hundred and I think sixty pound tight end from I don't know where he's from, but he's huge. Like he hurdled somebody. Well, number one, he dragged a safety or a corner that tried to tackle him for at least five or seven yards, then hurdled somebody, then trucked another guy. And um, I was like, oh, my God, how is he doing this at 6'7"? So yeah. that was a uh, – yeah, I don't – Braden, um, I hope you plan on doing that at some point. <laughs> I got to. I got to. During the season. I have hey, to. Hey, what, 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 I, what I will say, though, that – I went into the tech, you know, when I hurdled the guy last year versus Texas, I went into that game looking at Trey Miller's film and I was like, I gotta, I gotta make something amazing happen so that way I can solidify some type of legacy. So if you can, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm never going to tell you what to do, but. I already said, I already, I already said I'm hurdling someone this year. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to be, but that's something hurdle is like for people that don't know hurdling 
is something that you kind of got to tell yourself that you're going to do. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. It, sometimes it happens out of the spur of the moment sometimes, but a lot of times that's like something like, that's like one of the only moves that you got to actually think about doing because yeah. like everything else comes naturally, but like jumping over someone is not really that yeah. natural. No, I, I agree for sure. Cause I, yeah, hurt. Yeah. I, I agree. Like hurdling isn't something that you just like, just like you got to tell yourself, okay, like I'm about to hurdle. Right. Do, like before the play even starts. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like the jukes, all the other stuff, the cuts, all that stuff. That's just natural. But when you're about to hurdle someone, like that is pre planned. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, going through the rest of the games real quick and then we'll move on. Florida beats Utah. Uh, Oklahoma State almost loses to Central Michigan. Pittsburgh beats West Virginia. Big 12 not looking too good there. Michigan State wins. Alabama puts up a goose egg. Well, they don't put up a goose egg, but uh, they beat Utah State 55-0, so on and so forth. But let's, let's, let's go ahead and get down to business. First off, how did it feel to be back in the palace on game day? It was great, man. What was the environment like? It was great, man. Uh, you know, I first, firstly, I have to talk about, you know, being the captain, walking out there, man. That was, um, you know, I've been here for a long time. I've been through a lot of game days, a lot of tunnel, you know, runouts and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm quite comfortable and I still am, but when I walked out with the captains and, you know, that, that roar was a little bit different. That, that was yeah. some chills that I like didn't shake until we went to the, to the 50 for the coin toss. Like, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, were you nervous? I was like, nah, I don't, I don't really get nervous for football games, but that, that shit, those chills though, that was like, oh, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was, that was a pretty cool moment. So I have to say that was kind of a surreal experience. Um, yeah. And then, you know, my mom was, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, nah, I was just saying that the, the atmosphere was great, man. You know, I, it was good to be back in there. It was good. For, everybody was excited to see the new team, see the new coaching staff. And I thought yeah. it was overall good uh, atmosphere. Yeah. I will say coming out of the tunnel as a captain, my mom used to ask me what was the best part. And I always told her that part right there, that part is completely different. Cause it, it, it's not like you're out there with the team. It's just you and those four guys and 80,000 all eyes on you. Like it's yeah, indescribable the type of nerves you get, but your whole life's work is summed up in that moment. And it only happens a few times a year. So I would always look around and just be like, wow. So I'm glad, I'm glad you got to enjoy that moment. So no doubt. before we start talking about the game though, I, Let's let's just set this up a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I heard it was 110 degrees down there on the field. The commentators they kept showing the thermometer. Like, what what did it feel like in pads? Oh, I I would have known. I mean, I thought it was really? just a normal day. I mean, maybe Bro. that's just credit to our conditioning. Maybe that's credit to us practicing in hot weather all summer. You know, like yeah. skills and drills being at three and four o'clock in the afternoon. So, like, it it really was nothing. And, I mean, I don't really feel a lot weather when I'm in pads anyway. Like, when I'm in the game mode, like, I don't really feel weather. But, I mean, obviously, you know, we were sweating and stuff, so you could tell it was hot. But I didn't think it was that hot. I mean, maybe some yeah. of the guys would beg to differ. But, 
yeah, then I got off the field and then my parents were like, Oh, like people were falling out and you know, it was, yeah. it was hot and people, I like, and then I looked over to the stands one time and people were fanning themselves and I was like, wow, I'm a, this is where the sun, uh, where the student section usually sits. Cause I yeah. think Andrew and I were talking, uh, Rain, we were talking about that. We we're like, man, the student section kind of cleared out. It was like in the third quarter though. And, yeah. and then Rain was like, uh, yeah, well, it's probably hot over there. The sun is like beaming down on them. They have no shade. You see all those people, they're like fanning themselves. So. I guess it yeah. was super hot yesterday, but I mean that's just a yeah. testament, uh, testimony to uh, Coach Coach Schmitty, man. Somebody tweeted yesterday um, on the field football or SEC ready, and then in the stands not SEC ready because <laughs> yeah. so many people were were passed out, and um, I could tell as a as a fan listening in the second half, like it was loud first half. But um, I think middle of the third quarter, I was like, the stadium sounds really quiet. And then they showed the stands, and it was like, oh, my God. Like, everybody was going on. So, Mm -hmm. um, But even before the game, bro, you was looking casket sharp, boy. I saw you on the TV. (laughs) Hey, man. You came out with the fresh suit, the fresh fresh cut. Hey, man. You know, I – Hey, look, I thought I did a great job. In, I, that's one thing I will pat myself on the back for. I yep. thought I did a great job in picking the design, like the details and everything, man. I felt like I was, I felt like I was clean, man. I felt very, very businesslike, you know what I'm saying? You very look, professional. You looked very professional and leader-like. Um, when, when you came out, when you came off the bus, Venables was right there with you mm. and you were right. They had you guys in the same shot. And I was like, Oh, this boy is leading yeah. today. I'm like, he's he looks the part. He's he's ready. I know he's ready. And um I liked how Venables rolled with you guys. Um something that the fans don't know, Riley always rolled um separate. I'm pretty sure he always went to the stadium. But Venables and I think were the rest of the coaches on the bus with you guys? Yeah, everybody was on the bus with us. Yeah. Every every coach. And yeah, he did yeah. he rolled with the defensive uh bus. Which was the first bus. The second bus was offense. But yeah, all of our coaching staff, the, all the coordinators, everybody was on there. You know, the Walker Champions is a big deal for him and for mm-hmm. us as well. We had a rule no AirPods, no headphones, interact with the fans and just make this moment kind of special. Let's be present in a moment. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I can tell you that I think that that was the best walk of champions I've ever been to. That was electric for sure. Yeah. And I think I'll, just, I'll, I just think that, you know, going, you know, being engaged with some of the people and, you know, having fun with them and just the different setup. I don't know if you noticed, but it's not through the lobby anymore. It's on that street from Headington all the way to, that gate that we normally walk in the gates well yeah. or whatever. Um, so it was a, like a longer path. So it was, it was fun. I like that. I think that's how it used to be. And then at some point it changed. So I, I'm not very sure, but I'm glad that Venables put an emphasis on that because our Walker champions, while it was always nice, I always felt hesitant to go and interact with my family and go and interact with, the fans and stuff like that, simply because that's just not what we did. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a people person. Like I'm going to go talk and high five all the kids and I'll even go take a picture, but it felt so business-like when we did it. Um, yeah, I, 
you know, if I could go back and do it again, I would definitely do it the way you guys did. And you guys look great just from stepping off the bus, um, you know, to everybody else's regular television. But to me, I'm literally locking in on everything that you guys do. So I thought that was cool. I'm glad there's a switch up with, uh, um, with that walk. And I'm glad you guys did a good job. You look great. So appreciate um, that. Moving on to the game though, right? The first thing I noticed before the game even started, um, Number one, Keyshawn and his red cleats, fire. Um, however, I think we need to talk to Drake, Theo, and Antoine about wearing these black cleats at home because I, while it does, I, I'm a fan of black cleats, right? You know, me and you wear them all the time in practice. I think we were like one of the only guys to wear black cleats in practice. But right. to wear them for the game, I've always said it It looks good. I'm not going to lie. It looks amazing. I love it. But it looks a lot like Alabama, and for that reason, I don't like it. You know, that is literally the only reason why I, I'm not a fan of it. I'd rather somebody wear red cleats. But right. if, you know, if you plan on doing it this year, by all means, go ahead. But I, I'm a fan of the white cleats instead of the black. So I don't know if you got an opinion on that, but it's I saw it after Drake's catch. The first one. And I was like, why is he wearing black cleats? Like, we don't ever wear black cleats. Like, What is going on? That's actually a good point. I didn't even notice that any of them were wearing black cleats. I thought everybody had on white cleats. Yeah. But I'm more of a, for game day, white cleat guy. You know what I'm saying? We have so much white in our uniform. I I like to mix it up, you know, off season and just be a little bit different. And, but Mm -hmm. I think game day, you know, I, I, our, the white is just so crispy and, yeah, I, I just don't think you can switch up. So, you know, I had on the white, yeah. the white glove combo, white cleat, white glove combo, and I'll be sticking with that probably. Unless we do get yeah. some fire red cleats. Maybe. I mean, like, like I said, Key looked great. I just, I, I think I, I developed, over time, I developed a, a respect for the uniform because I, no I agree. Like, I, I I wanted to wear black cleats. Like, I'm I'm with Drake. It, it looks smooth. But, um, like you said, Crisp white for game day. I like that. No um, Brayden, talk to us about how nice it was being back home again. Man, it was nice, man. The crowd was electric. The Walk of Champions was the best it's been in years. Man, it was very nice being in front of our people, our fans, our family, and uh, we had a great time. Bro, we all know the importance of a good home in college football, and we definitely know the importance of having a good home in real life. Thanks to our sponsors, McDaniel Mortgage Group and Ware Properties Group, they will help make sure you get your own home field advantage. Start the process of finding your dream home by getting financed and pre-qualified at the McDaniel Mortgage Group. Call 214-435-1988 or simply fill out the home loan application at www.appwithmat.com with two T's. Once you've done that, hit up our friends at the Web Properties Group who will help you find your very own palace on the prairie. You can find them at www.webpropertiesgroup.net or call 405-322-5632. That's 405-322-5632. They'll be with you from start to close. It's a great time to buy a home. So if you're looking to do so, our friends at McDaniel Mortgage Group and Web Properties Group have your back. All right, back to the pot. Moving on to the game, man. First off, what I don't, I don't first let me let me tell you as a fan <laughs> you notice so much more on TV bro like I was nitpicking everything like there was stuff that 
I wanted to say on Twitter, but number one, I couldn't even get a whole tweet out because by the time y'all scored, like y'all, I mean, y'all scored in like a minute and a minute. 12 seconds. I'm I'm still typing about the first play. <laughs> yeah. So, y'all, I mean, as, yeah, as a fan, my experience has been different. I had a great time, but what I, what I will say though, the tone setter of the game, which many people probably missed, but you probably didn't even notice it because you were out there just doing your thing. But the tone setter of the game, ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion, was the second play. The first play, we went down deep for Marvin, right? Mm-hmm. The second play was an RPO, the, the completion to Drake. And the reason, why, the reason why I say the second play was the tone setter, because if we were in our previous offense, as a matter of fact, a lot of offenses across the country and even the NFL – for those who listening, as a as an offense, you always want to stay on schedule, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. if the first play is an incomplete, you know, bomb, then typically to find rhythm, you you're you're going to run the ball just so that way on third down you have a chance. When I saw that Levy called a RPO, I was just like, okay, like he has confidence in in his quarterback. And then I was like, you know, most play callers wouldn't call that. Most play callers, it would be a a, a affirmative run and then no I looked doubt. to my mom I was like to go back to back pass like that to give to 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 show that much confidence in the quarterback is it's it's very small like it's something that many people probably wouldn't even notice but to me I was like okay like this is gonna be like th- yeah this offense is gonna be it and so oh yeah um I, I don't know if you noticed that, but I was just like, I, I love, I love the confidence because y'all just kept throwing the ball and throwing the ball, and um, yeah, I, I, it looked, I, mean, I didn't even notice that in the moment, but now that you say that, that's very true. And just speaking from experience, I know that he has so much confidence in DJ, and I think that's coming from everybody. I think everybody on offense has a lot of confidence in him. Receivers, you know, O line, running backs, so we're all behind him. And then um, I, I think this offense is going to be special, man. It's crazy. We really kept it super, super vanilla for this game plan, like super, you know, playing. Like we didn't really – we ran the same run play about 20 different times if you go back and look at it, you know. Yeah. So we kept it super vanilla. What was working was working. And honestly, this is a solid starting point, nothing crazy. So a report asked me yesterday, what would I rate it? I probably rated a B. Um, you know, we did good things, but I think that uh, we need to cut down on the penalties. First game, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get it right. We'll, we'll get it right, believe me. Yeah. And then, um, you know, just some of the gimmies. We punted three times. We scored on seven drives. Um, not terrible, but we got a, the punting three times. That's a little bit too much. Sorry, Turk. But that's a little <laughs> bit too much. Um, and the crazy thing is they really didn't stop us. We stopped ourselves with penalties. So, yeah, you know, I will say acknowledging, acknowledging the penalties because you guys play so fast. Um, I definitely think the fall starts and the lining up, um, that needs to be fixed because Mm -hmm. although it didn't, it didn't, um, you know, it didn't make a huge difference in this game. You know, this, um, stuff like that is, is, is a reflection of, your own offense and what you do personally. Like you said, you guys, they didn't beat you guys at any point, but you guys did show some, 
I'm not gonna say lack of discipline, but just some small things that mm-hmm. will 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 eat you on down the line. So and big games, yeah. You know, yeah. it the the funny thing is, it's um with this offense we're moving so fast. I wouldn't even call it like you said. It's not a lack of discipline. It's just getting into a groove. I would say yeah. we're we're gonna fix it for sure. But when you play this fast, you know, everything has to be like we just need to rep it more. It's hard to get a game like simulation in practice, even though we do it all the time. We scrimmage and we do it. You know, sometimes games in the games move a little bit faster for some guys, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and it's also loud, the environment, everything like that. So I think it's not going to be a problem going on down the line, but I do think that because we go so fast, that's the only reason it was a problem, you know, because yeah. we've keyed think, on yeah. it throughout all, all of camp. No false start, no pre-snap penalties. So we're going to get it right. We just need to, you know, keep on working at it. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in you guys. Um, talk to me, though, um, about first the opening drive mm-hmm. and then – your touchdown. So how did you feel about the opening drive? Like what were your, were, were you feeling jitters or anything like that? Or were you, were you just like ready? Let's go. And then, uh, talk me through the touchdown, my boy. Man, first drive, I was ready to go. Uh, but yeah. the thing about this offense is you don't really have time for, there's not a, uh, kind of a filling out phase. Like, yeah. you know, this is no shot to anybody, but you know, last year's system, we kind of went, you know, we moved the ball a little bit or we moved through the operation a little bit slower. So there was kind of a feeling mm-hmm. out type of phase, you know, and it kind of took sometimes it took us a minute to get in the groove. Whereas right. in this offense, we were off the rip, just firing, you know, like you saw that that the first drive, it was like seven, six or seven plays, 90 some yards and uh, 93 yards and a, a touchdown and four a minute and whatever seconds. Mm-hmm. It's like. Boom. And you don't have no time to think. It's just get straight into it. But I love it, man. By the time we hit the third drive, bro, you could see them physically start to like wear down, like physically. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, why are they moving this fast? Yeah. But I thought the first drive was pretty efficient. We, hey, we wanted that shot early. I told you we're coming mm-hmm. out firing. Levy would, yeah. you know, dial it up. Um, you know, we missed it, but like you said, we came back and we moved down the field officially. Eric had a great game and oh, uh, quick. capped that first drive off easy. And then yeah, the touchdown, the, man. Oh, hold go on, ahead. Before you move on to the touchdown, real quick, I'm going to let you go to it. Um, I must add in, one, I've never seen an offense move that fast. And two, I don't know if you noticed, but they had a lot of guys getting hurt on defense because one, number Hold on. Let me let me let me say guys get hurt typically for two reasons. One, you get hurt because you get hurt. And two, you get hurt because you're out of shape. So the (laughs) fact that they had what three or four or five guys throughout the game, the course of the game, go down on defense. None of their guys went down on offense because they were running at their own tempo. Right. But I don't I just need the fans to know that a lot of their guys went down on defense because of the speed of the game. When you can't keep up. When your body's not used to moving that fast and pushing in that heat, especially in that environment, the the ultimate reaction is to break down in some way or form. So mm-hmm. um, I had to contest to that and um, just let the people know. But yeah, go ahead. Let's let's hear about the touchdown. Uh, no doubt, I agree. But touchdown, man. Um, 
like I said, you know, Coach Libby said the best. We're going to involve the tight end, not just me, yeah. you know, all the other guys. And had a nice little, like, pop route. They didn't really cover it. Walk in the end zone. Touchdown, baby. You know, it felt good, you know. It yeah. felt good, especially to – I don't know, like, I don't know if any of the fans have ever caught this, but I've never scored early on in the season. I don't – typically in my career, yeah. I didn't. I don't back start half. scoring into the back half, of, back half of seasons, like usually after game five. Right. Yeah. That's how it was my sophomore year. That's how it was junior year. Last year, for some reason, all of them come later on in the year. So it was nice to, you know, kind of get going early. And um, I have full confidence in, you know, the offense and our coaching staff. And quite frankly, if I'm being real, I wasn't even worried about the touchdowns, man. I, you know, I mm-hmm. take pride in my blocking. They still don't think I can block for some reason, so I got to block even harder. And that's what that's yeah. what I take most pride in, you know. And Coach Coach Finley always says that, you know, that's that's football karma. You know, if you put your body on the line for your brothers and you block your tail off, it ultimately comes back to you. So, yeah, blessed, I will man. say that's when you know you're maturing because I felt the same way. Um, the back half of my junior year and especially going into my senior year, I I wanted to score so bad early, but mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? I'm going to accept my role, be good in my role. And if anything, they're going to recognize me for my blocking and my effort and a touchdown will be a byproduct of that effort. No doubt. You know, the football gods will bless you. No and doubt. You're a perfect example of that. So I can definitely agree. Now on the play itself, as soon as the ball was snapped and I saw your demeanor, like going straight to like your hesitant demeanor, I was like, touchdown. Like I can already, I'm like, I'm already, I already know the play. I was like, before he even threw the ball, I'm sitting there screaming with my mom. I'm like, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> and bro, it, it felt so good to, to, to see you do that. And, um, You've gotten so much better at that over the years because I'm not even gonna lie. Like Oof. when you first got into the tight end rooms, you were horrible at that little. You weren't very stalking. good at doing that. Yeah. yeah, like you would. You would always don't take this the wrong way, but you would always like rush into it. I'm I like, had no oh. patience. Yeah, and, you I'm know like, it's funny. The commentator actually said that, not that those exact words, but he said um, after my second one, he was like, you know, being a fifth year senior, you could tell he's played a lot of ball. He stalks the guy, makes it look like a real block, and then he releases. And, uh, yeah, I, like you said, I was not good at it, especially, you know, it, we had a couple different ones in the, our old offense, and I was just – I was not good at it early on. I just wanted to run routes, man. But, mm-hmm. you know, I have grown into it. Now I can do it a little bit of, a, a little bit of it all. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it, was, it was nice, man. Yeah. No, you did good. You did good. Um, I'm very proud, bro, because as every time you, you made a play, um, I don't want you to think you're living in my shadow or anything, but they mentioned my name a couple of times and I didn't think that was going to happen throughout the game. Yeah. And when they did, it just made me feel like, I don't, I, I don't know the worst fear of an athlete, especially when it's possibly over. Like for me, I'm not on the team right now. My football career could be over is to be forgotten, you know, and to hear my name 
at least one more time on 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 TV on, on a live game and see you represent me. It felt the world to me because I'm like, man, like not only do I get to hear my name, but I get to hear or I get to see one of my better friends do what he loves and we we played the same position and it it was just you. The fact that it was you made me feel so much better than it being some random guy. You know, they I think they said something like, Yeah, looking like a little bit of Jay Hall last year or, or whatever. I don't know. Alex was guys, the one who texted me. Yeah. A couple guys said that. I think E. G. said that yesterday too. So they're like uh, EG also said, man, they not going to let you have no more of them. I said, cool. I wanted some like routes and you know what I'm saying? Some earned touchdowns anyway. That's cool. <laughs> oh man. You did good, bro. You represented my legacy. Well, um, another yes, thing sir. you did well, I got, I got to point out, um, the touchdown for Gavin Freeman. Um, number one, uh, let me not be, um, I, I don't know if I'm out of the know, but who is this kid? Uh, he's a <laughs> he's a walk on from the OKC area, man. And I will tell you, that kid is fast, like fast yeah. boy. He is fast, okay. but I think he, I think his he, he has uh, relations. I, I may be wrong. I think Sunni Nation will probably correct me, but I think he has he relations, has relations? To, to a a former Sooner, a former Sooner. Oh, football player. Okay. okay, Jason Freeman, maybe I don't know. Don't don't I'm speaking. Me, but, yeah. I'm speaking from the average uh, viewer, the the average Sooner fan. When I say this, because I I had no idea who the kid was. I was like, I was like, who who's running the ball? And then I saw you out in front. I'm like, honestly, when you blocked the first two, I was like, okay, that's it. Like you probably get like a little 15 yard. But you took off running down the field, didn't push another dude into another dude's back. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I went straight to Twitter, bro. I'm like, I know y'all saw that. No, no, I know. Like, I understand. Like, this Freeman kid is fast or whatever, but I 100 percent credit that touchdown to you. Maybe uh, like 95. percent No, it was. It was. Hey, man, I will say the kid is fast, and he had a great spin move. That spin move was ridiculous. I had a ah, uh, yeah, that was right. But I, I wanted to get him in the end zone, man. I wanted you know his first game to be special. Yeah, no, that was good. You did a great job. Um, he owes you lunch for that. Uh, I don't think you should say anything about it. Take the high road, but if he does offer you lunch, go ahead and take it. Don't say no. <laughs> I'll <laughs> because, never turn uh, down lunch. Yeah, he 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 uh he owes it to you. Matter of fact, make it brunch if you have to. But um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, the offense goes on. Um, later in the second quarter, three and out last drive of the second quarter, 11 plays, 68 yards. Um, oh wait, my bad. I've already messed up the script. Ladies and gentlemen, bear with me. We get to halftime. What, what was halftime like? Um, what was, what, what is Venables like in the locker room? What were the coaches like? Um, kind of what you would expect from coach V. I mean, obviously like, like last year they go and they go meet as a staff, offense, defense, and as a whole staff. And then they come in the locker room. As what you would expect, defense is on 10. Coach Lev comes in there, and we kind of separate. And you know how Coach 
B always had rows of chairs for the yeah. linemen. That's how it is on both sides now. We're separated. They got a couple lines and a projector of uh, chairs and a projector. We got a couple lines of chairs and a projector. And he tells us, you know, the up and coming plays, what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. And um, really, that's about it, you know. And then just what we got to do for the second half, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the rest of the, I will say the rest of the game was um, I don't want to say vanilla, but like you said, um, y'all didn't do anything crazy. But I did take away some some key points. Um, I I hate when people say don't don't um what's what's what do they say? Um, don't think too much. It's just UTEP. Um. It, it, it's not just UTEP, you know, you, you know, this is, it's a step in the right direction, but I, I get what they're saying. But, um, one thing I did notice, uh, the defense looks in great shape. Um, they play the way I expected them to for the most part fast. The secondary, the secondary looks very organized. Um, specifically the back seven, um, the linebackers, they look in tandem with everybody. Uh, I mm-hmm. like the cheetah. I like yeah. Deshaun at the cheetah. I think that's it, it's really like a a four two, a, a four two five ish. Sometimes like or sometimes it's like a five. I don't I don't know. It's hard to tell, but I like the way that Deshaun is patient on defense. Mm-hmm. I, I like how he has the ability to. I w- I don't want to say free roam. Like I know he has responsibilities, but the same way you were patient on your play to score on the pop pass is the same way that Deshaun plays patiently on defense. It's like he's there, he's there, but when he sees it, then it's like, boom, go. And I, I like that. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it gives an extra presence in the box. Sometimes it's hard to count for in terms of the blocking scheme and so on and so forth. But Deshaun looked great in that new cheetah spot. Uh, the secondary looked great. Um, Jaden Davis made a great play reading the ball that was thrown to the flat, jumping on it. The receiver looked lost. Right. Uh, Key looked good out there. Um, I will say the linemen, the linemen looked like they were in incredible shape. Um, naturally, I, I would expect them to beat up on the offensive line at, uh, of UTEP. You know, they, they a lot of the moves that they were using were bull rushing moves and um, blown assignments by the the uh, UTEP. I, I, I don't want to discredit them in any way. But one thing I will say that I can confidently get out of that game is that they were in shape. They were moving fast. Um, they flew around to the football. Like at the end of every single play, there was at least seven people around the ball. So that mm-hmm. was cool. Um, one thing I will say about the defense, though, um, a couple things about Danny. Danny Stutzman, bro. Uh, one, I don't know about that face mask and helmet that he's wearing. Um <laughs> We we might need the 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 talk to the equipment people around that about that. Um and two, um well really yeah two yeah. Uh, he needs to hop on the jugs because he dropped a wide open interception. And uh, three, he he needs some better celebrations. You you can tell he ain't started the game in a while, and, and every time he made a play, he seemed very hesitant to celebrate. And I'm like, bro, like he only just let loose and and you know. Yeah, no doubt. No. And well, he did. He did on the um on that one hit. 
on that yeah. one hit, he got him. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah, I like that. That was nice. Yeah. That, that, really that, nice. that was nice. Hit. You could hear that on the TV too. That was oh nice. yeah, yeah. And that was nice. We were like, oh, <laughs> okay, all right, Stutz. Yeah. So Stutz looked good. Um, what's what's another key point I had? Uh, Eric Gray, Eric Gray, and Marcus Major. I like that one-two punch. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, they look good. I'm glad Marcus is back and doing his thing. Eric is in there comfortable as the starter. Um. Yeah, he he looked. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. What what Eric seems to be developing. He's already been patient, but he kind of reminds me like Kennedy Brooks is. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. One, the biggest thing I think that he has learned or improved on, not learned, improved on from last year, and I think you know seeing KB play a lot is his patience. I think KB is probably the most patient running back I've ever been around and you know this he set up right. blocks so e- so well for us and yesterday i felt that you know eg was setting up blocks and it was just easy and uh the guys gonna be both of them guys are gonna be workhorses for us you know so mm-hmm. they did a great job and I-, I can't wait to see them keep on you know keep on keeping on yeah speaking of the running back room uh javante barnes uh fumbled <laughs> Fumbled on his first carry, bro. Shot out of the backfield. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the commentators were so funny, bro. They they said, "Yeah, that looked like a freshman run," <laughs> and that that had me cracking up. Um, but what 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 I will say that I got out of that is uh he he's gonna be a hard runner. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he put he the is, dude out the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. The guy who tried to tackle him was done, like you yeah. said. And um if he can develop some patience like uh like EG has and Marcus has over the years, he'll be just fine. Oh yeah. Um I feel bad for him though, because that touchdown that he scored got called back by Chris yeah. on that holding play. I was yeah. like, dang, that's gotta be the worst feeling, bro. Like to score in the first game he plays a freshman, that's like yes, that's like the ultimate goal. But to have it taken away. The worst. Oh. After celebrating and everything, man. Yeah. But he's going to get touches, man. He's going to be all right. He, I told you he's really good. But like you said, that typical, you know, he's just the typical freshman jitters, man. He's yeah. too excited. Yeah. No, nah, I don't I don't blame him. I'm not mad at him. But um, I, I'm looking forward to his future. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing I noticed, I got a whole bunch of points, bro. Marvin oh, is actually returning the punts and not fair catching everything. I love that. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Um, what's another thing I noticed? Kickoff um, returns. We taking them out. Yeah, kickoff returns. Y'all did good. Kickoff. I love the fact that on every single kickoff, you guys got to run through the end zone. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love Big that. Now, point. As, as a player, that's not it's not ideal by any means. But there were there. I have seen so many times in the past where on kickoff, you think. Especially because we had Gabe, like, you know, best kicker in the country. Right. You think the ball is going to be kicked out the end zone and then they get 70 yards because you were jogging and didn't make the play you were supposed to make. Mm-hmm. So I know it sucks as a player, but um, I'm glad to see that was a point of emphasis. I saw it every single time. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's something small, but it makes all the difference. It so, does. Uh, you guys doing good on that. Um, unpopular opinion. 
Their quarterback, their quarterback was actually their pretty quarter, good. Not unpopular. I was talking to my mom about that. Their quarterback was phenomenal. He was great. He, he was, was really good. Killing it. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. If they had, if they had like a a, a Big Twelve SEC line, he'd be a he, problem. He he would have lit y'all up. Like, I'm not. I'm yeah, not I'm telling you, he's the he's the reason that their offense did so. Because if you look at so game game stats. For the longest yeah. time, they had negative rushing yards. They ended when we ended the game. We rushed for six point eight yards per carry, and mm-hmm. which is above our goal. And they rushed for zero point eight yards per carry, zero point eight. So they didn't yeah. really have any success on the ground. But boy, they had you know they had a little you know success through the air. Which a lot of a lot of their routes were like little slants and you know scramble drill because we were getting pressure and. But man, he was cool, calm, and collected under pressure, and he was he was good, yeah. man. He was, if I said I said that's a I told my parents I was like that's a power five quarterback right there. That boy yeah. is good. No, nah, he needs to have a year and transfer because he was swinging it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Now, man, he was he, good. Now there were some times where he didn't want to throw the ball away, and he took some sacks that you know yeah. I I take as an OU fan, but he didn't really need to. But um, he's trying to make I just something. Had to mention that. Yeah, because I didn't typically. I didn't really watch. I don't watch defense too much, but yeah, no, nah, he he the truth. Um, I hope he, I hope maybe he sees this pod and, and tells us thank you. But I, bro, I hope you get a shot somewhere else, bro. Like finish this season strong. I don't know what I can't remember what year he was. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. No, he yeah, did he really does. good. The last point I have, bro. I love the way Venables coaches you guys up. Um, I saw one time in the fourth quarter, right? This is on fourth down. And um, I think it was like fourth and two. And they were trying to, you know, make the fourth down. Or something. I, I can't remember. Or I can't even remember if you guys had the ball. But here Venables is smiling, having a great time coaching up his guys on the field and doesn't look stressed by any means bro like i love i love how he plays because you know i always played i I love how he coaches but you know i always play with joy i always play with a smile on my face like Mm -hmm. if you see jay hall run into the huddle you know i'm like all right let's do this like let's go have a day like you know what i'm saying like i'm out there cracking jokes but um venables reminds me of that joy of that spirit that i played with you know I, i didn't go out there like Ah, oh, you know, like you know, like uh, all hard, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that. You know, yeah. I, I felt like I had a good time playing the game. So, um, that's all I got. Uh, I don't know if you got anything else to add, but I, I felt like it was a great game one. Yeah, just overall, I think, like, I think you hit all the points on the defense on the uh, on the head. You know, I think defense rallied to the ball really well. I think the defensive line looked great. I think our conditioning and our strength looked really good. Like, I mean, you know, it's UTEP, but every day, every, every game, we think of the opponent as a nameless and faceless opponent. So it don't matter that it's UTEP. This is just, you know, that was, that was, we're trying to play to a certain standard, right? So mm-hmm. if that's, you know, the standard, then we're going to have to match that every week, no matter who we're playing. So. Yeah, I mean, that's so-and-so, but like I said, that's the standard, so we're just going to have to keep on doing that. 
I think, uh, like you said, defense, the DBs look very organized. They look good. They were on top of a lot of things. Um, the only thing they really got were scramble drills and slants and quick stuff, which, you know, you're going to give that up, especially if it's like first and 10 or whatever. Um, linebackers play well. Defense look great. Offense, I think, like I said, solid day. Special teams, that special teams did well. We almost had a block kick. Uh, Marv got to return a little bit. Uh, Billy got to return a little bit. I think Zach, Zach had a great day. Uh, he yeah. kicked everything out, I think, I want to say, except yep. for maybe one. I'm not sure. But yeah, he kicked, he, I mean, it was a hundred percent on his, all of his tries and kicked everything out. And, uh, you know, Turk did his thing. And I thought it was overall solid day. But yeah. as coach says all the time, we're going to celebrate hard, not long. And now we're going to take, I'm going to take his quote for quote. Rip it down to the studs, and we're going to start all over. So yes, that's what we're like to do. That. New week. All right, Sooner Nation, that is all we have for this episode of the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to our special guest, B-Willy. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Hey, uh, Sooner Nation, uh, the OU football page, they finally put Weight Room Willie on the Instagram. So we have officially, officially we made it made it <laughs> like I said that is all we got thank you guys for tuning in Braden alright y'all